hello everyone. Happy Saturday. For those of you who are new here, welcome to my podcast, Chat with Alice. If you are a returning listener, welcome back and thank you guys so much for the continued support. It is so heartwarming to hear how much my friends and family have loved listening in. This podcast is just a fun little project, but it means so much to know people are actually listening in and enjoying the content. So again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. All right, guys, this is episode two of season one, and we've got a pretty fun topic today. But before I get into that, I just wanted to do a quick little catch up on how this past week has been. So this week started out with a really cool interaction at the grocery store with the lady that I'll be referring to as Miss J. She came up to me and asked if I had time to talk about her business. I was really impressed with her ability to just come up to me and promote herself. She seemed like such a cool and trendy person. After talking about her business, we ended up chatting a little bit about my podcast, and she even offered to come on as a guest one day, which I think would be really awesome. Another cool thing I did this week was I attended a gymnastics class. It was really awesome. I didn't realize how high all the equipment was and how much I really needed to work on my core and upper body strength. I tried doing a front flip, didn't work out so well. I tried doing a handstand. Um, The handstand was funny because this girl took me to the side to try to help me with it. And midway through my handstand, my wrist gave out and I crashed and landed on my head and just kind of fell over to the side. It sounds kind of dangerous. It, uh, but you know, I didn't get hurt. I'm fine. It was super funny though, because the girl tried so hard not to laugh and just be supportive, but I started cracking up at the whole situation because everybody saw, um, and I was really embarrassed, but I told her, you know, it's okay if you really want to laugh. So, uh, yeah, that happened. This week was a little hectic because my younger siblings started school this past Thursday. I feel like it's so early to start school this soon into August, but I don't know, maybe times are changing. What big kids though, my little bro is starting first grade. He's getting so big, so fast. The, uh, my other two siblings are just some cool kids trying not to be seen around their older sister. Apparently, I'm not hip enough to be seen with them yet. And my taste in music doesn't quote-unquote slap. I don't know. I have to brush up on my coolness and my slang, I guess. My other sister, she's just doing her thing. She got a job in San Jose. And I'm super, super excited for all the upcoming story that's about to come my way. All right, guys. Now that the recap is done and out of the way, let's get into it. I am so excited. Today's topic is going to be about the five love languages. We'll talk about what they are, go a little into detail about each specific one, and talk a little bit about my own love language. So, the five love languages. I learned about the love languages years ago through a really great friend of mine who talked briefly about them and had recommended that I read the book. The book is written by Dr. Gary Chapman, and I really loved learning about the languages, and it's a super quick read, so I highly recommend you guys check it out as well. An important thing to note here is that the five love languages applies to all kinds of relationships, whether it be romantic, familial, or friendly. So with that being said, here are the five love languages. We have words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, receiving gifts, 
and lastly, physical touch. Now, as I talk about all of them, take a moment to reflect on these five love languages and figure out which one speaks to you the most. Now, if you're someone who prefers words of affirmation, you would probably enjoy when people tell you how much they love and appreciate you and when they provide positive encouragement. For the language of quality time, you're likely someone who enjoys intentional, intimate, and thoughtful conversations and really appreciate when you are receiving someone's undivided attention. Imagine if you've had a long day of work and you came home to all the household chores being done with dinner already set on the table. If this is something that speaks to you, then your love language is likely acts of service. Receiving gifts is pretty self-explanatory. If you appreciate when people put in effort to get you a gift, then that is most likely your love language. For those of you who enjoy hugs, hand-holding, or cuddles, then your love language is most likely physical touch. I would also like to mention that according to Dr. Chapman, we need all five of these love languages to experience and express the fullness of love, but there is usually a primary language that each person is attracted to. The reason it is so important to know your own love language and for you to get to know the language of those around you is so that you can strengthen your relationships. For example, if I really enjoy quality time and it's what I need to feel loved, but my, but my significant other shows love through gift giving, I will always feel like something is missing in our relationship because I'm not being loved in the way that I need it. Like, yes, I love all of these gifts, but I really just wanted to spend time with you. Once you learn about the love language of your loved ones, we have to make sure we are utilizing that information, meaning speak in the language they prefer so that they can also feel loved and valued. In the book, Dr. Gary mentions three different ways to discover your own primary love language. The three prompts are, first, ask yourself, what does your partner do or fail to do that hurts you most deeply? The opposite of what hurts you most is probably your love language. Second, ask yourself, what have you most often requested of your partner? The thing you have most often asked for is likely the thing that would make you feel most loved. And lastly, third, in what way do you regularly express love to those around you? Your method of expressing love may be an indication that that would also make you feel the most loved. So my primary love language is quality time. I think time is very valuable to a lot of people, especially since we live in such a fast-paced technological culture, which oftentimes makes it so hard to prioritize maintaining our relationships. So when someone is actively making time to interact with me, whether it be in person, phone call conversations, FaceTime, and or texting, it really just makes me feel valued. Keep in mind that these also manifest differently from relationship to relationship. So the quality time I'd spend with a friend would look different than the quality time I'd spend with a family member or a significant other. In my last episode, I mentioned two friends that really helped me in my transition to living in Indiana and also briefly talked about a trip to Kentucky. Now the drive from Indiana to Kentucky took about five hours, give or take, and my friend and I both took turns driving and we both took advantage of the time we had together. We shared opinions on different life experiences we were going through at the time, and we also engaged in a lot of good conversations on podcasts and TED Talks that we had listened to along the way. 
It never felt like we were killing time, but utilizing it. I also mentioned the time I had moved in with another friend of mine and her family, and the amount of quality time that we spent together increased by a lot. And in my friendship with her, I was made to feel like a part of her family as well. Her and I would designate certain days of the week to catch up on all of our shows, and we'd always find time to meet and discuss what we did for the day or the things that we found really funny. This was also on top of the fact that we worked together during the day. So again, we saw each other a lot. And for my family, quality time is shown through different traditions like always eating dinner all together at the dinner table, going out to parks for picnics and barbecues, and of course, participating in family games. Now our go-to when everyone gets together is usually volleyball, and it makes for a great time because both the kids and adults play and participate. We also enjoy going to try out new foods or just watching movies together. My 13-year-old brother is really big on movie nights, and he'll even shout out to everyone and be like, hey guys, you want to come watch a movie with me? Or ask us if we'd like to join him, and he'll even make the snacks. Now, the dates that I found most successful were the ones with the guys who took the time to ask the right questions to get to know me. I also always appreciated when they'd actively listen and expand on all of my responses. Unfortunately, quality time wasn't enough for the relationship to ever evolve, and I have yet to find success in the online dating world. But that could be a totally different topic for another episode, so stay tuned to that one. I think, though, it's interesting to note that as we evolve, our love languages can evolve as well. So my love language today won't necessarily be the same in maybe five to ten years from now. So guys, overall, the value of knowing what these five love languages are is so that you can have conversations with the people in your life about what they can do to make you feel loved and vice versa. The conversations we have can really change the quality of our relationships. It also helps give grace to others when we may think they're not loving us in the way that we need. It can be a tough conversation to have, especially because love is such a vulnerable topic. And you have to be vulnerable enough to be open about it, and also strong enough to ask for it. Alright guys, that wraps up our chat for this week, Season 1, Episode 2. Check out that book and let me know what you think. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you even care? Do you know what your love language is? Are you going to have those conversations? I'm super excited to know, curious to ask, but chat with me and let me know. I look forward to chatting with you guys again next Saturday. Stay tuned to find out what we will be discussing next on Chat with Alice. Again, thank you all so much for the support and I'm wishing you all a great week. All right, chat soon. (music) 